Good afternoon, Facebook family and friends. I just want to talk to you a little bit today uh, from the subject wilderness lessons, wilderness lessons. What lessons do we learn in the wilderness? What do we learn when we're going through? What do we learn when there's a crisis? What do we get out of pain or suffering? What do we uh, what do we accomplish by enduring hardness as a good soldier? Uh, how are we uh, victorious or overcomers having gone through what we've gone through? Um, the Bible says all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord and for whom he did for no, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. We've all been in a wilderness situation. We've all been in a place of a valley experience or something that's been overwhelming or hurting. And we could say that the country and the world has been that uh, recently with all the uh, civil unrest and all the hurt, particularly in the African-American community. But at large, we've seen uh, this world in a wilderness and a bearing and a hurting place. And reading the word of God, friend, I saw three things that. I saw the children of Israel, they had to deal with, and we likewise today have to ask ourselves, what about our wilderness experience? And these are the three things that the children of Israel had to deal with, or God uh, tested them, or had them to come uh, to terms with. One was, where was their heart? And we have to ask ourselves, we're going through a situation, where is our heart? Where is our love? Where is our dedication? What do we feel? What are we holding on to? Where is our heart? Two is, do we believe God's word? Is God's word sovereign? Is, God, is God's word paramount in our life? Do we believe God's word over what we see or what we're experiencing or what may be coming against us? Do we reach for God's word to help us through the situation? to help us to endure hardness as a good soldier and to go through. And uh, also number three would be, don't forget God's commandments. And Deuteronomy, this is what Moses was telling the Israelites, don't forget what God has commanded you or what he has uh, given for you to do. We could apply it to us today and say, uh, don't forget or uh, throw away God's promises to you and I, what his word has promised for you and I. Friend, uh, three things. What's in your heart? God's word. Do we still depend and look to God's word for answers and solutions? And are we believing in God's promises? Or in the Israelite situation, are they keeping God's commandments? Let me read for you in Deuteronomy 8, it reads as such, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version, it reads, that you may live and multiply and go and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. Now, Israel, in chapter 8, is one chapter away uh, from going into Canaan land, the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And, you know, they had murmured and complained, and God had gave them manna from on high, and manna mean what is this? Because they had never seen anything like this, but it sustained them some 40 years. He had not allowed their shoes to wear out or their clothes to wear out in the wilderness. He had kept them in a barren, desert, dry place in the wilderness. 
and uh, they murmured and complained. And even so, God had gave them water in this desert place. And Moses is telling them now, look, this is what God has done for you. And there will come a time uh, that you need to recognize and realize that God has been on your side. And we can say that God is our help. And we know we don't understand everything and we don't always see and don't realize where God has taken us through and why he's taken, it, taken us through. But we know that God is still on our side. So Moses reminds the Israelites in this wilderness place that man will not live by bread alone. And isn't that interesting? Because Jesus said after being tempted 40 days and nights also in the wilderness, when the enemy uh, tried to tempt him and said, if thou be the son of God, command these stones that be made bread. He said, get behind me, Satan, or rebuked him saying, man shall not live by bread alone. The same, uh, the same statement that Moses is saying here, Jesus says, man shall not live by bread alone. Not just what we can acquire or have, but we need to live by what? God's word. It says man's heart is tested here. Uh, God will see what's in our heart. He wants to know if we are here uh, for real. Uh, have we made our calling and election, sure. Are we sold out? Have we given in and given over to him totally? Are we believing him un with unwavering faith? Surely that is a way to be blessed and for God to encourage and to take us to new levels in him. Friend, I want you to know that if we put our trust in God, uh, even when we go astray and the Israelites here, our example, have went astray and had complained and said, wasn't there graves or a place to die in Egypt? Uh, think about it, friend. They would have rather be in a place that where they suffered bondage and were in captivity than to be in a place uh, where God was taking them to, uh, taking them through uh, to take them to a place flowing with a land flowing with milk and honey. I would rather be in a place that I know I'm going through and that I have to endure hardness as a good soldier and deal with some things than to be stuck in a place and to be in a land to where I know that I didn't have any freedom, that I was in bondage, that I was in captivity. But when God had promised them this wonderful place and they are uh, not only a chapter away, but they're on the brink of crossing over Jordan, this last river. And so friend, I will submit to you that some of us have to be or on the brink of a blessing or a miracle or God turning a chapter in your life. If we just hold on to him and his promises and they believe that he's able to do anything and everything but fail, uh, he will take us to a better place. So our wilderness experiences, friend, they are what uh, build spiritual character in us. They are what causes us to have a testimony, turn that test into a testimony, turn that setback into a setup for a more excellent 
uh, way of living and loving and serving God. So when we're in the wilderness, when you're going through, when we are facing trials or temptations or troubles and all around us, we can't see or hear from God. Always know that God is still omniscient, knows all, omnipotent, all-powerful, and um, omnipresent occupies all space and time. And what's significant about this is that 40, the years that they spent in, in the wilderness, is synonymous with uh, trials and tribulations. Trials and tribulations. It was 40 days that Jesus was in the wilderness. Jonah preached to Nineveh for 40 days. Moses was on Mount Sinai for 40 days. And if we look at the number 40, five is the number of grace and eight is the number of new beginnings. And five times eight is 40. And God has a new beginning for you. And he has grace, which is God's unmerited favor to help us uh, and equip us and encourage us to help us get through why we're in, in route to our promised land, to our blessing, to what God has for us. So friend, be encouraged today, be strengthened and be happy and have a song in your heart and joy knowing that God is in the wilderness with us and he will bring us out. And always remember, keep the right mindset or have the right heart when you're going through, when you're in your wilderness experience and depend on God's word. His word is infallible without error. And don't forget, keep and believe in his promises. Believe what he said is true. And surely faith, faith will take us where we need to go and help us to do what we need to do and be what we need to be and live how God would have us to live and serve God how he would have us to serve him. So lessons in the wilderness, friend, wilderness lessons, they are for us. They are for our edifying. They are for building us up. They are for encouraging us. So be blessed, friend. Be encouraged during these turbulent, tumultuous times and know that God is still in control and he's still on the throne and he will never leave us nor forsake us. You can be comforted in that. You can be encouraged in that. You could be assured that your God sits high and looks low and he will never leave you. Be blessed, friend. In Jesus name.